Turn to your neighbor and say, it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. Amen. Today I have a mission and I want to address some issues. I need you to pay attention today because some of these things that you're going to be hearing will help you again. Okay, uh, you, some of you need to replay this a bit because I want to address some false prophets today. I want to call out false prophets today. Okay, everybody say amen. amen. I am tired of false prophets trying to prophesy over my life. I want to call out the first false prophet, you know, by name, you know, and the first one I call today is the name Exati. Amen. Amen. Anxiety is a false prophet. Let me say that again. Anxiety is a false prophet. It is falsely prophesying to you that your future is something to be afraid of and your future lacks peace. Amen. Amen. Are you with me here today? I'm calling out today false prophet anxiety. And today we're going to learn how to deal with anxiety in Jesus' name. And also, because if we don't deal with anxiety, it leads us to another false prophet. And the next false prophet is called depression. Amen. The spirit of depression is falsely prophesying to you that your life will never actually find traction. And it's never good again. And there's no joy in your future. That your life isn't worth living. That the world would be better off without you. I want to call... Another false prophet, addiction. Addiction is a false prophet prophesying that you never find freedom. Prophesying that you will be free for only a little while. But the cycle will come back again. I break that lie off you in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you with me here today? You see, this false prophet that I, today that I'm addressing doesn't come from the outside, it comes from the inside. The Bible says that, you know, let's turn to the scripture right now. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 5. Amen. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing, that what? Exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14. Here's the part that I think that many Christians don't know. They don't know how to discern where the battle is coming from. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Are you with me here today? You know, again, we're going to be dealing with some deliverance. We're going to be dealing with learning how to discern. I believe that anxiety has robbed us, fear has robbed us. You know, I don't know about you, but when I start to think about all these negative emotions, he came because man said, last time men don't know how to worry. Everything was all provided for. And can I tell you today in the name of Jesus Christ, that God doesn't want us to worry. 
that God doesn't want to be us to be anxious. And when there is fear, there is the presence of evil. But what I realize is when there is peace, there's the presence of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You know, so we're going to be helping you because these are things that we were told that it's okay to be worried. Worry will lead to anxiety. Anxiety will lead to despair. Despair will lead to depression. And so it goes on and on and on. You know, we need to deal with all these negative feelings appropriately to the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Everybody say amen. Are you with me here today? Come on, everybody say amen. Because it's robbing us from quality relationships, first of all, with God, and first, secondly, with each other. Okay? Everybody say praise the Lord. When I talk about anxiety, I'm not talking about the anxiety like yesterday's uh, soccer match with England and France. Amen. Uh, I don't know about you, but, but I was anxious. <laughs> Who's going to score? I'm not talking about the kind of anxiety. I'm talking about a spiritual kind of anxiety, and we're going to uncover it. We're going to see, oh, that is anxiety. Oh, that feeling is anxiety. So I need to deal with it by the power of God. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. We first of all got to call it out. We got to define the difference between worry and anxiety. Amen. And then only when we can recognize it that we can deal with it. Are you with me? All of us go through periods of worry, but if we become a chronic worrier, you will lead to anxiety. Okay? Everybody say praise the Lord. Should we just lift our hands? Ask God to help us today. Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, just, just, just lift your voice for a moment. Lord, I speak peace right now. Lord, you are sovereign here. Lord, again, we push back any forces of darkness that is trying to uh, creep into our minds. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I'm asking God that your word will set us free, Father, today. In the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Again, uh, you know, I, I, I really want you to have true deliverance. But, but most of the time when we talk about deliverance, we only think about the mind but not the heart. Well, let me say something again in, in uh, uh, something that I found that was really, really very interesting. It's a recent finding in 1991 discovered that the heart has its little brain or intrinsic cardiac nervous system. This heart brain is composed of approximately 40,000 neurons that are alike neurons in the brain, meaning that the heart has its own nervous system. So in order for true transformation to begin, it has got to begin from the heart. Everybody say heart. That's why the scripture in Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 19 says this, And I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you, and I will take the stony heart out of, the, of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. Isn't that amazing? Only in 1991 they discovered this, but the Word of God tells us, Amen. The first thing that I want to do is to give you a new heart. Amen. And some of us are dealing with an old heart. We are dealing with situations that, 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 that God is not the center of it all. That's what we pray today. We sang the song, meaning say, God, you are the Lord of lords. You are the King of kings. You are taking preeminence. Amen. Then Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26. A new heart 
also will I give you a new spirit I will put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. Amen. You see, the first level of transformation is you need the spirit of God. You need a new heart. You know, sometimes I can't stand myself. You know, I, I picture myself on the table. I say, Lord, I just want a heart transplant. Because I need a new heart, something new. If I don't deal with that operating system, I will always go back to the cycle again. And after that, that is done. We need to move on. The mind, everybody say mind. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Amen. I beseech you, brethren. Sorry, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable, perfect will of God. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. The Bible says, the apostle Paul says this, do not be conformed to this world. Amen. There's a matrix, there's a mold that the world wants us to be, be, be thinking like, you know. And, 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 and Paul is trying to tell us, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. The word transformed there, we get the, the word, the English word metamorphosis. Okay? So we are, you know, we are being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Everybody say amen. Victory comes by changing of your heart and the renewing of your mind, the renewing of your thought. And today I want to specifically talk about this thing called anxiety and worry. The difference within anxiety and worry. Because they are prophesying over your life. And we need to stop that. Come on, everybody say amen. Again, everybody say amen. You see, again, worry, anxiety, fear, all feels like the same. They are all related. Amen. It's uncomfortable. It's the result of the fallen world. When Christ is not the center of it all. Amen. And there's a difference within the uh, uh, worry and anxiety. Worry and anxiety are part of the human experience and can be big or small. Everyone goes through the spectrum and is completely normal, but we can conquer it in Jesus' name. The key is to recognize what is going on and use available weapons that God has given to us to deal with our current circumstances. Amen. The word worry comes from the New Testament, uh, which means to be anxious, to be distracted, or to be having a divided mind. To worry is to divide your mind between that which is useful and worthwhile and that which is damaging and destructive. To worry is to block the flow of creative energy in your life. Amen. Matthew chapter 6 verse 27. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Amen. You know, I had a very interesting experience because baby is coming. So we have to celebrate Christmas earlier, Friday. 
Okay, I want to get it all done with. I want to prepare for baby. And lo and behold, this year we decided that my wife shouldn't cook so much. So we decided to go cold storage and buy some food, order some food. We order it way in advance. So all of us got a specific job to do and my job was to go collect the food. I went there. Hmm. I think that we were rushing because guests is coming. You know, our in-laws are coming. So I was there, cold storage, and I got my, 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 my graphics, you know, showing them, hey, my order, my order collect this time. So that the, the cashier look at it. Oh, okay, you came to the right place. Okay, let me go and collect your order for you. So I thought that was done. 20 minutes later, I'm still standing outside the door. I'm wondering, what in the world is going on? 20 minutes, how, how, what, what are they doing? They're cooking the chicken now. So nobody told me anything. So I walk back to the cashier, and the cashier can tell me this, no. Huh? You still here? I say, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> what happened? I say, oh, let me go find out. Then he put the intercom, uh, 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 urgent, urgent, you must come now. Then they come out, and they tell me this. We cannot find your order. What do you mean you cannot find? My guest is waiting. What do you mean? You cannot, wow, I'm very stressed. I call, hey, did you order or not? I say, yeah, that. You look at the order. Yeah, what, right, what? I check everything, right, what? They're very, very, very frustrated. Because first of all, we were late. We were so upset. They tell me they cannot find the order. Was upset. <sighs> Then, they make me wait again. And I don't know what they were doing. Okay, they went out there, they collect the order, and then, okay, I thought, good to go. Then I touched the order, it's cold! I mean, how can I serve cold food to my guests? And then I look at her, and then she look at me, please don't kill me, you know, that, that, that kind of look. I said, you know, I, I was like, ah! I, I, I really don't want to deal with this anymore. I just carried it out and went out angry, deflated, stressed. Oh, wow, thank God my wife cooked turkey. At least still got something. Huh? Thank God she still cooked ball. Hallelujah. You know, but then I was so stressed out that, technically speaking, that robbed me from the moments that I could have with my loved ones. I was so upset, I, I couldn't take it. I was just like overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. But you know what? We laugh at this story. But isn't it true that we allow anxiety to rob us from all the moments of relationship that we could have with each other? You know, I, I text because I saw in the Facebook, Jaira has a friend that passed away. And I text Jaira, Jaira, what's going on? See, Pastor, that is uh, my father's best friend. Uh, the daughter suddenly passed away. The daughter was only like 20, 20 ish. Suddenly passed away, you know, and I was like so shocked. What happened? See, because she's allergic to peanut butter. And then somehow or rather, they were eating chocolate and they didn't know that inside the chocolate, 
there was peanut butter. And when she took it, she, you know, uh, her throat swelled or something like that. And it killed her. One dinner could change everything. You know, it made, it made me think, my goodness, life is so short that we better enjoy the moments that we have with our loved ones. Are you with me here today? Amen. You know, we cannot assume that everything is going to be fine. And anxiety and worry can rob us. You know, that, that's why I say, let's not get bitter, let's get better. <laughs> Are you with me here? Amen. Life is too short for us to waste our energy on trivial matters. Amen. That's why the concept of worrying is always conveyed through Scripture by numerous words and phrases to be fretful, to be anxious, to be concerned, to, to be weighed with cares, to be heavy-hearted, to be without peace, to be distracted, to be troubled, to be distressed, to be despairing. Worrying is a feeling, uh, is feeling uneasy about being overly concerned about a situation or problem. You see, you might Worry about things like health, money, family problems. Worry is helpful and can improve your functioning, problem-solving, attention and motivation. Very specific stress related, related to a realistic concern. A piece of anxiety involves your thought. Sometimes it prompts us to act. That is a healthy version of worry. Amen. However, I want to say something to you that be careful to allow worry to become anxiety. Anxiety is your body's natural threat response system when your brain believes that you are in danger. Notice this, your brain believes that you are in danger, but you may not be in danger. Resulting in the fight or flight response. Amen. Different from worry, anxiety is the reaction to situations perceived as stressful or dangerous. Anxiety can be hard to manage and often lingers. Amen. Come on quickly, interfere with personal and professional functioning, impairs activities of daily living, be determined by each person's perception of their circumstances, triggered a physical response, involve a longer duration, be a clinical diagnosis with treatment options available. Amen. One of the ways that you know if your worry has moved into anxiety is your ability to put on the brakes on it and get it under control. Amen. If you can get it un under control, the thoughts, if you can get it under control, it is more likely worry. Okay? Everybody say praise the Lord. If getting it under control is harder, that could be a sign that you have moved into anxiety. Okay, your brain is hardwired to react to threats in one of these three ways. Fight, move towards the threat. Flight, run away from the threat. Freeze, unable to move. When anxiety hits, you are likely not aware how rapidly all it happens. Since your logical mind hasn't engaged yet, the emotional mind takes over, sends a message to all your body system, alerting them to danger, real or imagine. 
With anxiety, the mind still perceives the threat even after it is gone. I, I, I want you to understand this. The stressor may not be there. Let me give you an example. Maybe you are afraid of lizards. Amen. Wen Chi, where are you? Amen. Huh? <laughs> you know, when you see the lizard, you go like this. Oh. <laughs> but when the lizard is gone, you're quite okay. But with anxiety, you are looking for lizard everywhere you go. You, you get what I'm saying? You need to know the difference. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. So what are some of the symptoms of anxiety? Agitation or feeling of panic, fear, doom, racing thoughts, dizziness, dry mouth, muscle tension, heart uh, palpitations, shortness of breath, tightness in the chest, numbness and tingling. Everybody say praise God. Are you with me? You've you got to know what's going on. You know, nausea, your stomach, you know, symptoms, other stomach symptoms. And this can start a cycle of body tensioning, sending message to the brain that danger is near. The brain fights back, floods the body with more hormones and chemicals which make the body more charged. Okay, I, I, I'm going to show you a table today to help you that know the difference between anxiety and worry. Okay, or... I call it constructive concern. Is it up there yet? Okay. You see, anxiety, the destruction, worry paralyzes. Constructive concern motivates. Decreases creativity, increases creativity. Prevents initiative, promotes initiative. Results in anxious fretting. Results in calm focusing. Attempts to control the future, attempts to improve the future. Feels the worst, hopes for the best. Appears negative to others, appears positive to others. Distracts the mind from what is important. Distracts the mind for what is important. Directs the mind for what is important. I'm so worried that my child might drown, that I'm never going to let her anywhere near the water. I'm so concerned that my child can't swim, that I made arrangement to give her swimming lessons. That's the difference. Everybody say amen. Okay, everybody say amen. Anxiety is defined by persistence, excessive worries that don't go away, even in the absence of a stressor. Wow. Worry can become anxiety and fear, and fear can lead to anxiety and worry, vice versa. Amen. They are really, listen very carefully this, they are really the same emotions but it's just experienced in different intensity, different levels. And we are commanded. The Bible has commanded us not to fear, not to be anxious, not to worry. Amen. Let, let me say that again. The Bible commands us. And the, as, as much as the Bible commands us to praise He, the Lord. God commands His people to do not be anxious Amen. Amen. Do not worry. Fear not. If God tells you, thou shalt not steal, you won't steal. But how about fear? 
The Bible says, fear not. Don't live in a state of fearfulness. Because I am peace. I've overcome the world. Are you with me here? Everybody say amen. <laughs> amen. Come on. Everybody say amen. You see, God would never command us to do something if we did not have the ability to do it, right? Amen. I mean, the reason why He tells us is because we have the ability to fear. We have the ability to worry. We have the ability to be anxious. Amen. And God command us not to fear. By the way, the commandment do not fear or fear not is the most common commandment in the Bible. And God created us to live in peace and not in fear. Everybody say, Amen. Let me make this statement, okay? You heard me say again. As much as you know the presence of God by peace, you know the presence of the devil by fear. Amen. God never created, created us to fear or be in the state of fearfulness. Very tiring to be fearful all the time. Very tiring. I don't know how you live it. Very tiring to be worried all the time. Trust me, when you become a parent, you worry all the time. Man. Uh, the, uh, hey, how come they are so late? Huh? Hey, they, they, they take the bus or not? Uh, are you sure or not? Hey, let's track them down. Hey, let's track them down. Where are they? Uh, 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 what are they doing so late? You know, you know, again, we're trying to control the whole situation. Amen. It's very tiring. And then at the end of the day, you're so tired that when you see them, you don't want to talk to them anymore. You don't want to engage. You when your children say, hey, dad. You know what I realized? Uh, I, I got to use this again, uh, sorry. Uh, but when I train my dog excitedly, the dog will be excited. But when I say, sit down, up, walk, he's like, but when I'm excited, no. yeah, he comes run, boom. How about parenting? Come back home, anxiety, deal with worry. You come back, your children say, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. No energy. Why? Because you control your own life. You don't have to manage that anxiety in your head. And then your children wondering, you know, I thought we were supposed to serve the Lord with gladness. But how come today your face like not so glad like that? Some of you are sleeping while I'm talking. I know the light is bright, but I still can see ya. Sometimes I wish uh, y'all don't know uh, how clear you are. <laughs> I feel like saying, you know, those people, they are sleeping. Yeah, I send to you. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody say amen. I know you work up, but listen, just one hour, I promise you, this is better than World Cup. This one, you win. Everybody say amen. <laughs> you see, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, tells us, be anxious for nothing. Not even one thing left. He said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. The Bible says, be anxious for not one thing. Somehow or other, we buy into this whole concept that when I'm anxious, I become more important. It's a lie from the pits of hell. It will wipe you out of all your energy, all your resources to truly Invest in your children, in connecting with people. Amen. You see, I was robbed 
Abby, we will rob. Because of cold storage. <laughs> I mean, I could sit there or oh, enjoy. I was like, wow. You know, I come back. <laughs> I waited like one hour for just some cold food. You know, and I, I, I was talking to Adora. I said, hey, no fair. I think we should do again because this one brought us. Eh? <laughs> we didn't really enjoy. Last time we really enjoyed. But my wife looking, oh, no more turkey. Oh, it's a lot of work. Don't worry about it. We will do something. Amen. Okay. We have the ability to live without being anxious about one thing. That's what the Word of God says. We have the ability. Amen. Everybody say amen. Strength. You know what? Listen, I'm all for exercise, but if you don't know how to deal with stress and anxiety, no, no point. You also, you know why? Stress and anxiety is the number one killer. You know what? It's, it's amazing that the millennials, listen, I did a research, the millennials struggle with disorder, uh, anxiety disorder more than any generation. You know why? Number one, social media, they compare themselves. Hey, the reason why the body, the muscle so big or whatever is got Photoshop. Ah. You know what's Photoshop or not? The muscle, <laughs> they can grow big one. Eh. I can give you an app right now, man, brother. I mean, I take your photo. Ah. You know what? Listen, you are comparing with lies out there. You know, I saw one, uh, 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 what, what, one photo, you know, the guy like sitting in his own private plane. Actually, it's the, you know, the, the, the toilet seat taking photo and then say, wow, look at him, as such young, so successful. Who are you comparing yourself with? You know what? All of us got our personal journey. That's why the Bible never says to compare. Amen. Everybody say amen. If you start comparing, you forgot the taste of the water. You forgot the taste of, of, of coffee. You know, just cherish the moment. Amen. And, and even like, like, like in our services, sometimes I, I feel that young people don't dare to come to the altar because they are so afraid about the commitment or the next day. God says there's faith only for today. Enough faith. So enjoy your moment with Christ. Amen. Enjoy your breakthrough. Enjoy your deliverance. Enjoy the presence of the Lord. Don't think about, don't shortchange yourself. Say, I don't know what about tomorrow. Don't think about that. Think about this moment with Christ. Think about this moment where God is consuming all those those. those those, those things that is, is wearing you out. Amen. amen. Everybody say amen. As I grow older, I realize every minute count. Amen. And I want to make sure that everything that I do has got to do with relationships. Money can turn into relationships. Don't always think about money. Think about what money can do to improve relationships. Are you with me here? Come on, wave your hand at me. Everybody say praise the Lord. <sighs> you know, and then, I, I'm not going to detail to this, but I was told that, that now they have all kinds of drugs that they are prescribing. In America, they are prescribing all kinds of drugs that, 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 that you know, people become stuck into. And then once they don't take it, they go crazy. And, and you know what? There's a documentary, it's called Anxiety in Netflix. I recommend that. They say, stop it. Stop all these drugs. Because it may be a band-aid, but we have to go through life. Everyone has to go through this thing called life, and life is iffy. There'll be disappointments. Amen. Everybody say, Amen. 
Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about the body of what you will put on. And Jesus told us, by the way, that we are not to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow, he said, has enough problem of his own. So do not worry about tomorrow. He would never say that if we do, did not have the ability. Mm, amen. Everybody say amen. You know what? When, when, when I was a young man, I came to ministry. I understand. When I was a young man, I'm looking for identity. You know, macho, you know, everything. I want to be top show, you know, thinking about Bill Gates and everything. I want to conquer the whole world. I want to find my identity. Then I realized I've become to fear men. After fear men, fear other people. And then I fear what? You know, and Brother Willoughby tell me this, the best way to live. Uh, you know, don't be so concerned about what people will think about you. You know, and then I realized that that, 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 that that advice was so good. Because as I grow older, I really don't care. <laughs> you know, as I grow older, I really, when I look at the home, uh, my, 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 my mirror, okay, you know, nothing nice there to look. I'm growing older. And I want to grow old graciously. I don't want to fight against this thing called age. But that doesn't mean that we don't take care of our face. Lah. You know what I'm saying about the, you know, you got to find that right balance. Lah. Some people say, I really don't care what I look at. Then after that, don't comb their hair. Don't cut their hair. They look like Ch Chewbacca. You know, I mean, you got to find that line. Lah, huh? You know, okay. You know, you look there, I look at it. No matter how I look at it, sideways, third way, I'm going old. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. amen. The belly always grows bigger. Don't know why. Turn sideways, suck in. Now take photo. I say, you must tell me where to press the button. <gasps> amen. I know you all don't have this issue, but when they say, on three, uh, you better press three. Tell me. Uh. <gasps> okay, enough. Uh, uh, okay, praise God. Amen. So, so again, you know, we are getting old and, and again, you know, uh, uh, as we grow, we, we, our life so young. You know, sometimes when I look at people so young, you got so much anxiety already. Eh? Wow. Amen. And if I live in constant anxiety and fear, you know, you know what I realized? I put Sister Weir in a very difficult position. I will have relationship problems emotional problems. I was distracted father and so on and on. All because of fear, anxiety, worry in my life at that point of time. I so wish, Abby, I'm really saying this with all my heart, that I can have you again, one year old, two year old. I so wish, but now you are 18. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have you ever thought about that? Asher, I remember you so cute. Now I'm so cute. Lah. Where has the time gone? If we'll just slow down a little bit and breathe. You know, I wish I had more time with my girls. So cute. Boys also. Jibet's uh, hiding. <laughs> Amen. Oh, man. You know, then they grew up so fast. Leh. Oh Lord, what happened to Asher? <laughs> Suddenly just zoom, boom. <laughs> you know, better enjoy, slow down. Look at your kid. Oh, they are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hug them a lot. Tell them you love them. Invest in them. Amen. Don't use them for your glory. <laughs> 
allow them to make mistakes. Allow them to be who God wants them to be. Learn to trust them. Learn to let go. Let it go. Let it go. Amen. Letting go is tough, you know. Oh, Lord, help me. Amen. Some of you thinking, letting go tough. I want to let go now. It's tough because you always tell yourself, I don't care anymore. But then you still care. My wife always tell me, I don't care. La. But then after that, she said, hey, buy the chakwe tail there for, uh, for Jesse. Buy that. I, said, I thought you said you don't care. It's not so easy because we were created to love, created to connect. And if we are not careful, we allow fear, anxiety and worry to rob us. You know, again, everybody say, praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say, praise the Lord. Until I understand to slow down and start to behold God's love for me. When I start to slow down, everybody say slow down. That's why one of the reasons why I think sabbatical times are so important. To slow down and don't watch Netflix or don't catch up with Netflix. eh? And behold, amen, how God loves me. You know, that's why, you know, sometimes, right, I recommend... Man, woman, have your own hobby. No time. Make time. Slow down. Some of you is to play golf. After you play golf, you meditate upon the glory of the Lord. For me, it's walking the dog. Amen. You know what? I'm I'm telling you, I become more healthier. Amen. Physically and emotionally. Because so many times uh, when the dog poo will say that, God tell me, ah, you like that, well, you like the border collie. So kanchong, so anxious, cannot learn any. Do you not know that when you are anxious, you can't learn anything? Amen. So I've learned to slow down. I learned to take long walks and enjoy me. Uh, hello? I learned to not take myself so seriously. I learned to laugh at my own problems. I learned to laugh at my own shortcomings. Some of us are so hard on ourselves that even God is not so hard on you. Yeah, you put a standard on yourself and, and, and you have unrealistic expectations. Am I making sense here? You see, you know, one of the greatest joy that I have is I love being a dad. Amen. And pretty soon I'm going to be a peppy. I, I, I told my children, don't call me Akong. Yeah, yeah, don't call me. I want you, them, to call me Peppy. That's, that's my family. You know, and, 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 and one of the beautiful things that I've realized is that if my children need anything, I will gladly do it for them. If you want my kidney, Abby, you can have my kidney. But don't go and make a soup out of it. You know, I'm ready to give my life for them. And that's what beautiful parenting is really all about. You know, I just enjoy them. Not just provide for them, but I enjoy them. But sometimes they also drive me nuts. As I drive them nuts. It's life. Messy. Relationship is messy. But we navigate it through the love of Christ. Amen. That that there'll be anxious moments. That there'll be times where, where, where my my play games on me that I, I exaggerate that circumstances to the point that I choke them and when, when, when I'm anxious, I become overpowering and kill them. 
So I got to be careful that it will rob me of quality relationships. Everybody say amen. You know, again, I love being a dad. When my children ask me for something, one of my greatest joy is to give them whatever their hearts desire without them allowing that thing to destroy them. But here, listen to me, I am evil compared with God. I, I want you to understand this, no. If an earthly father loves the children, how much about the heavenly father? The reason why I believe that, that, that people are struggling with anxiety and, and, and worry is because they still have an orphan spirit. Amen. Everybody say amen. Amen. And God loves us. Okay. I'm going to do an illustration with you today. Just imagine one, two, three, four, five. All of you are my family members and we are enjoying. I'm sitting down there laughing. Come on, pretend laughing. <laughs> you know, we are enjoying. And I want you to notice this. Suddenly, someone entered the room. Maslamat. Come. Yeah, Maslamat, come. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Here comes Maslamat sitting in the room. Maslamat. He's, he, he put on weight. Uh. Amen. Okay. This is Maslamat. And then another person come in. Adrian Lim. You all remember Adrian Lim? Y'all remember Adrian Lim? Come on, y'all don't know. Okay, y'all haven't born yet. Lah. But Adrian Lim used to kill children, man. It's a murderer, okay? So, suddenly these two individuals come in. Leh. What do you think our father will do? I'm scared. And then, Abby go toilet, then he follow. I just, <gasps> I'm scared. Have you ever wondered that? that we allow anxiety in the room and we allow Adrian Lim worry in the room. It destroys that peace that we have. We were laughing. All of a sudden, we were like on our toes now. Hey, you bring gun or not? I must get ready. Hey, 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 where's the baseball stick? Singapore cannot have gun. Where's the baseball? Where's the tennis racket? And we allow this to rob us from the joy that we have. I want you to think about it. I cannot enjoy life. And some of us, you know what? We made them permanent residents in our house. Eh? Somehow or other, we think that this makes us feel better. Permanent residents. Eh? That your life is constantly about anxiety and worry until it becomes a favorite pastime. When the Bible says, do not fear, do not be anxious. To get them out. You see, thank you for that illustration. You all get what I'm trying to say here? Everybody say, Amen. Come on. You know what? I've realized this. To live a life of joy, the first thing that I must do is to overcome negative things. To overcome fear. To overcome anxiety. To overcome worry. Amen. Come on. Everybody say, Amen. Because God did not give us a spirit of you know, I want you to understand it's a spirit of fear. It's not like any other fear because this fear has a spirit. It's a spirit. He knows your past. He knows all your weaknesses. It's a spirit that is intelligent. So you must deal with the 
wisdom of God. You must deal it with the anointing of God. Amen. You must deal it with the spirit of adoption. Amen. It's a bondage to fear. Romans chapter 8 verse 15. Am I making sense here? Everybody say amen. That you must first of all recognize. You know, my question is that as the father, as the one that has authority, why did I allow Masalamat and Adrian Lim inside the room? Why? Shouldn't I be saying, uh, Masalamat, can you please leave? Or find out the reason why Masalamat has access to that meeting. Find out why Adrian Lim has access to this meeting. Is it disbelief? Is it distrust? Then I need to work on it. Because it was never God's will for us to be fearful all the time. To be anxious all the time. And to worry and take away all the virtue that we cannot even love one another. We become, when we become self-rule, uh, uh, we have the four F that I talk about. You will be fearful. You will, you will be frustrated. You feel like a failure. And last but not least, you feel fatigued. Tired. Uh, very tired. Uh, very tiring. When God says, hey, you need to get these people out. Like, Masalamat. Adrian, I was thinking of using Ted Bundy, but I don't know whether you all know who's Ted Bundy. You know, I mean, these people coming there, why did, why did you entertain them? Are, are you with me here? Am I making sense? You know, John chapter 16 verse 33 says this, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Be of joy. I have overcome the world. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Come on, are, are you with me here? Wave your hand at me. Come on, sound mind. Amen. Sometimes we need to take a chill tablet. And that chill tablet comes from the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. I'm going to get there. How do I get this peace? Are, are you with me? Come on, everybody. Please. Please, please don't beat yourself up after this sermon. Uh, that's not my intention, but that's, I want you to be illuminated. I mean, the Word of God to illuminate so that you can know what to do. Amen. To recognize, hey, this is anxiety that I'm feeling and what do I do with anxiety? I'm going to show you through the Word of God. Worry, you got to turn it to be a constructive worry rather than a destructive worry. Amen. Are you with me here? Romans chapter 8 verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Amen. I'm telling you, you may be the best father, but this is no comparison to God, our heavenly Father. You know what? Let's, you know what? Truthfully, maybe some of you were abused in your relationship and abused emotionally, abused physically. But let me say this, you need to 
get off that. And that's why the Bible says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Because I need to disassociate my earthly father who was never there, who don't understand me, who don't know how to connect with me. I, I, I'm going to sanctify my mind and embrace the heavenly father. Sanctify me. Show me what it means to be truly loved by you. Are you with me? Amen. You know what? Some people are repeating the same old story again. Story, stop it. Because you still owe, you still never get on this whole broken record. Stop it. You have a choice. You have a choice to believe. You have a choice to chase out. Amen, which is, leads me to number two. Chase them out. Chase Masalamat out. Chase Adrian Lim out. Chase worry out. Chase anxiety out. Nobody can chase those person out except you. Because it lives within your head. Chase them out. Amen, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down. Everybody say, casting down arguments and every high thing. You know what's a high thing? Let me tell you, I define high thing as stop your stubbornness. Stop making yourself feel important. Stop making yourself feel like you are a victim. Stop those ideologies, your personal philosophy. Stop it. Take responsibility. Because I have overcome the world. And I've given you all authority. The reason why he's there is because you allowed him in. Because you hold that door, tear it down. And some of us, it's hard to tear it down because he's taken permanent residence. You know how many of you know, okay, maybe you never ran house, uh, but if somebody stayed there very long, uh, it's very hard to chase them out. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, when you have a property, you have to guard your property. Uh, because otherwise people come stay there. After four years, it becomes theirs. Uh. You don't even need to be demon-possessed. Uh. Listen, you don't even need to be demon-possessed. If you allow them residence, they will always stay there. It's time for you to chase them out. Amen. Everybody say, chase them out. Amen. Again, don't wait so long for them to stay inside your head. This is holy ground. Amen. Are, are you with me? Wave your hand. Are you still awake? Is this good or not? I'm trying to be as practical as I can be. Eh? Say good lah. You know, the word of God is always good. You know, again, I every day have to get up say, <laughs> like, like what Brother Chris said, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice. You know, amen. Get up every day. Smell the roses. If there's roses. If not, you just smell whatever that's up there. Lah. You know what? Listen. I love to go to the park because I love the smell of fresh air. Some of us got to get out. Amen. And walk. And start to observe all those things that's around you. You'll be surprised. It's like I was walking and then suddenly, hey, got shortcut. I didn't know the shortcut exists to this hawker center. I didn't know down here the bar told me so nice. You know, you, you start to explore new things that you never thought about. Amen. 
Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, it is your power to do at the beginning. You know, if you know that you are anxious, you are fearful, you are worried, do something about it. Don't stay in that state forever. Hello? Hello? I know the world in Singapore say kiasi, kiasu. I don't like to live in fear. I, live, I like to live in faith. And don't think that walking in fear is glorifying to God. When He says, do not fear. Because fear will always restrict you from giving of yourself. Uh, what can I Hey, what can I You know, if I give this away, what can I do? What then my kialo. <laughs> Amen. Someone who is fearful never initiate one because they are so afraid. You know, they will never look for solutions towards a relationship. You know, relationship is very, very complicated. Relationship is an experiment. Eh? Context different. People are different. You know, and I realize that if I'm so fearful about what you think about me, I won't even initiate. Eh? I, you know what? It's, I will fight you. I will have flight. And I will freeze. And you never enjoy working through problems, working through biblical, solving relationships biblically, conflicts biblically. And then you realize, oh my goodness, I was so wrong about this person. I was so wrong about Kelvin. Just give it a little bit more time. Work through your differences. Work through your children. You know what? Instead of seeing somebody negatively, why don't we see somebody positively? Because you know what? I've realized the more I see somebody positively, the more I love them. Amen. What do you see? I see Weita. Amen. Beautiful guy. I love to hang out with Weita. Amen. He likes to eat also. Praise God. He knows all the good food, amen. And he always order more than what I needed. Generous, he's generous. Everybody say amen. Okay. And, and I also want you to understand something that the devil always wants to steal from us. John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill and destroy. I've come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Amen. You see again, when, when, when Mas Lamad and Adrian Lim here comes here, he robbed away my peace of mind. <laughs> he robbed away, you know, everything that he does. Suddenly, there's no joy. You know, suddenly we cannot have fun. We cannot be ourselves. Amen. I cannot have true, authentic relationship because I was so consumed about, uh, you know, what is he going to do? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Then my wife cooks such a meal. You know, it takes four hours. How many hours to bake a turkey? Three and a half hours, and then I cannot even taste the turkey. All I taste is maslamat. Maslamat, maslamat, maslamat. Better not come and touch, huh? Maslamat. You know, and then she said, How's my turkey? Uh, huh? They want turkey, I thought chicken. Come on. Amen. Are you with me here? Everybody say praise God. Okay. You see, living in a state of constant fear and worry is not normal. Let me say that again. Look at your neighbor. L living in a constant state of fear is not normal. Turn to your neighbor, left and right, tell them, not normal. 
Amen. It is common, but it's not normal. Let me repeat that again. It is common, but it's not normal. It does not have to be your life and it is robbing us of God. It is robbing us of our family in that it distracts me from God and people. It robs me of my joy. It exists because I allow it to exist. Amen. We are complete. We are in complete control. Who you become is who you allow into your life and your mind. Everybody say amen. So let me tell you how to overcome some of this. You all want to know the solution? Raise your hands. If not, I end the service now. Praise God. Okay, number one. Here we go. Consider them as enemies. Amen. Consider them as agents of enemies to destroy your life and to rob you of your joy. When you think, when you are in a state of fearfulness, when you are in a state of anxiety, ask yourself, where is this coming from? Know this, it's not God's will. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You see, I want you to consider worry and anxiety as enemies. You see, what's the significance of uh, Masalamat and uh, 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 Adrian Lim? The enemy was present, but he was not active. No. You know what? <laughs> Listen, anxiety and worry may not be active, but he's there. Once he's there, you can't do anything. Uh, he doesn't need to take a knife huh, and say, ha, 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 ha. He's there. You can't do anything. Amen. Everybody say praise God. <laughs> he was not killing you. He was not hurting you. He was just sitting there. And likewise, if you keep on stating the person, the physical person, it may be so real in your mind, the thought that's in your mind, it's always there, it's always there. No need to do anything. Eh. He can kill you already. Eh. Just, just this thought that is there can kill you already. Eh. Amen. So we got to chase him out. Amen. You see, worry and anxiety means the devil has implanted something in your life that is just sitting there intimidating you. That's why it is so important to have some kind of closure, some kind of forgiveness so that you let it go. Are you with me here? Because if you don't forgive, that person is always sitting there. Forgive yourself. You make mistakes. All of us are not perfect. But that doesn't mean you make mistakes that you are a mistake. Hear me now. Are, are you with me here? Come on, wave your hand at me. Yeah, is this okay? You know, all they have is just to trigger you. Stop it. Say, enough. I don't want to live like that. I want to sleep. Amen. Everybody say, Amen. amen. <sighs> Worry and anxiety means that the devil has implanted something in your life and it's there, sitting there to intimidate you. And that is the greatest problem with worry and anxiety. It robs you from the ability to worship, to love people that you love, and all of that. And at the end of the night, you know, uh, 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 again, it can just rob you of your sleep. You know, sometimes I just say, you're not so important huh, that you will rob me of my sleep. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you know, your problem doesn't mean my problem. <laughs> sometimes you have to just say that because I want to sleep. Amen. Okay? 
Everybody say praise God. And then when it happens, when something genuine, like a concern that you have, what, what, what are you going to do? Number two, turn every anxious and worrisome thought into a prayer until victory. Every worrisome and anxious thought that I'm going to pray until I get victory. I'm going to pray until I get victory. If that's a concern, genuine concern, I'm going to spend time in prayer. This is what Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7 tells us. Be anxious for nothing but... In everything, everybody say, in everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses our understanding, will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Okay, I'm going to unpack these few scriptures here so that you can understand what it means. Okay, the word supplication means anything that helps you pray more effectively, whether it's fasting, reading the word of God, worship, anything that helps you in your prayer time. Amen. You may be hearing a podcast, you know, that, 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 that I got get focused, you know. Uh, you know what, the situation, fear always makes uh, the thing always bigger than what it should be. So I, I, I need to remind myself, I need to hear testimonies. I need, I need to get myself uh, memorizing the scripture. Amen. I need to get God's promises in me. Amen. Okay. And then with thanksgiving. You know what? We forgot about this. No. With thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. You know what it means? It's not saying, I thank you. You answer my prayer by faith. It's not that. You know what? It is really the reason why people, listen, the reason why people don't get peace. Let me tell you, they accuse God. They say, why? Instead of saying this, Brother Kelvin, instead of saying this, whoo. Hang ah, or I don't know what lah. You know, God is with me. At least I don't have to go through this trial without Him. Well, I'm so glad that I'm a, I have a father that loves me. You know what? The trial is coming. With thanksgiving, say, wow, I'm so glad, man. I'm not doing this alone. You are with me. You are for me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's what with thanksgiving really mean. Some people say, oh, complain to God rather than with thanksgiving. With thanksgiving say, I'm a child of God. You who began a good work, you will complete your work. All things will work together for good. And then you start praying and then you find that peace because it's really praying in faith. Am I making sense? You know what? I realize, sister, here, when I pray with all my doubts and all this, and there's a place for that, it's called lamentation. Okay? I got to let it out. Great. Let it out. But don't stop there. Get focus. Supplication. Get my mind together again. Get to think his thoughts. Amen. You know, meditate upon the word of God. Amen. And then I start to wrestle. I start to do wrestling match. Sometimes I don't find peace. But then when I find peace, you know what? The peace which surpasses our understanding. You know what this peace is like? You, know? you just don't believe it. Eh? You're supposed to be worried. You still don't believe that. Hey, how come I still got peace? Huh? <laughs> and then when people look at you, they look kind of kisiao. Eh? Huh? You're going through the situation. No, I, I, I heard God answer my prayer. <laughs> you know, and you're also so surprised that you are so much peace. Eh? That's what the peace which surpasses our understanding look like. And that's why, you know what, prayer cannot just be a five-minute prayer. You need to learn how to pray. You need to know what's you and what's not you. Sometimes I do a wrestling match, you know, because sometimes it's just me being a spoiled brat. And here's the thing that I want to tell you this. You know, we don't enter with Thanksgiving. Listen why. I want to hear you very carefully. Here's what happened. 
we, we, we worship our comfort. We worship our so-called lack of conflict in our life. Lack of conflict doesn't mean peace. Oh. So then God has to throw the monkey wrench so that your comfort is disrupted. And then when your comfort is disrupted, you say, oh God, why like that? Oh, why like that? Do you not know when that happens, right? You are literally lifting up the anchor of your life. When you're saying, thank God, you are with me. You lower down the anchor. So many times I've seen when people go through a problem, they take out the anchor instead of thank God and then they get sway. They get more anxious. They get more worried. They can't. Why? Because instead of thanking God, they choose to say, if, why I serve God like that one? Why I serve God like that one? Why? Why? And then when you start, you lift up the anchor and you get drifted. When thanksgiving will ground you, God, I thank you that I'm doing this with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know this is going to be tough, but as long as you are there with me, you will never leave me nor forsake me. <laughs> Amen. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. That, that you become optimistic and God will give you a new spirit, a warring spirit. Amen. Not that comes from you. Amen. That you will know that, that uh, you know what, uh, if God is for me, who can be against me? And all things will work together for good. Amen. That's why again, you start to start to breathe again. Ah. With thanksgiving. And then this peace, huh? is, is, I call it Ki Xiao peace. Doesn't make sense one. Ki Xiao one because I don't understand. By right, I should be panicking. Oh, job situation, recession, very bad. Huh? Oh, I don't know how. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. But eh? Hey, how come you still can laugh? Huh? Don't know. It's Ki Xiao one. Huh? I don't know. I think God's got it all covered, man. I just prayed. I give all my insecurities to Him and I talk to Him about it. Then suddenly, whoa! Don't worry, I got you. I got you. I got you. Wow. Amen. Are you with me? Come on, everybody say amen. You know what? Some of us just need to, every time when you go through a situation, Lord, Come on, say this together with me. Lord, I'm thankful that I'm not doing this alone. That you are with me. That you will never leave me. Nor forsake me. Hallelujah. Just by saying that, you can feel peace. The greater is in me. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, it may look bad. But nevertheless, you know what? This is not the end of the story. That's why you got to put your eyes. The next step, you need to put your eyes on Jesus. Put your eyes on the author and the finisher of your... Whatever it takes to put your eyes on Him. You know, there's a song that I love. Put your eyes upon... Is it put your eyes? Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful grace, face... And all the things all around will grow strangely deep in the light of glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. You know what he's trying to say? I'm for you. I love you. Stop 
cutting me out of your life. Stop misunderstanding me. Stop. Stop it. I love you with an everlasting love. I love you and I want you to make it. Amen. Just keep your eyes on me. He who began a good work, he will complete your work. Amen in us. Amen. And then we start to, you know, we start to give him praise. Amen. You know what does this means? You know, when you are feeling fear, the antidote of fear is courage. And we have to f- combat fear because it is a bully that, 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 that will uh, 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 push you around. You know, let me say this again. If you are always fearful, fear is a bully that will always push you around. It's time for us. And fear feeds on worry and anxiety. You need to know that. Push you around. And you need to stop that. Enough of being fearful about what people will think. Enough. You know what? God did not give me a spirit of fear. You know what? Some people have this stronghold in their life that it becomes normal. Fearfulness may make you feel important, but it will wear you out. Amen. Amen. You go out the house. Eh, did I turn off the aircon? No. Eh, did I turn off the iron? No. Eh, did I turn this off? Turn off this? Eh, did I turn that? that, that? Eh, then after, you know what, at the end, you come back. Eh, everything okay? Eh? <laughs> Waste your time. How many of you have ever done that before? You know, eh, eh, did I do this? Did I do that? Ah, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, mom, 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 can you go, go open the door? Check, 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 check. Eh, bo tai ji de. Then the whole day uh, you inside the cab, you're thinking, uh, you know, it's robbing you. Then meeting also cannot concentrate. Amen. Come on. God did not give us a spirit of fear. Yeah, e- even though you don't turn off anything, but you know what? You, you don't need to stay. You know what I realized about the human mind? It works with association. Once you start to fear, my goodness, it links to all kinds of fear then the fear that you are feeling today can trigger an intensive type of fear that will hit you and make you question your existence and it will lead into depression. That you've done everything wrong. Can I say to you that sometimes you are doing everything right? Oh, thank you for the overwhelming response. (laughs) Come on, everybody say praise God. You see, let me say this again. We have to combat our fear because fear is a bully. It won't leave you. You are going to continue. He's going to bully. He's going to humiliate you, intimidate you. And then he's going, you have to have the courage to fight back. Fear hates it when you quote God's word. The word of God says he will never leave us. Nothing can stand in the way of God's love. Nothing can stand in the way of God's love. Let me repeat that again. Nothing can stand in the way of God's love. What your enemy meant for harm, I will turn it around for good. (sighs) You see, you don't have to drift to worry. You know, if we start allowing bully to bully us, right, we will drift into this thing called worry. And then the worry will begin with, what if? Y'all notice that? It will be, what if I lose my job? What if I cannot find job after three years later? What if? What if, what if, what if? You know, and then you will start to drift into anxiety. Amen. What if the doctor report is back? 
What if that person doesn't like you? You see, your minds create such a mountain of doubt that it paralyzes us from even taking the step of faith and moving forward. Amen. We need to take an intentional approach. That's what I'm talking. It means that I start praying Him, Lord, You are the author and the finisher of my faith. You know, I start to meditate on that. You got it all covered. When I make a mistake, there's enough blood. There's enough blood to atone my sins. There is nothing. You know what? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know what? Let me, let me stay in alignment. Let me stay in the umbrella of your protection. To stay in alignment in God's protection, you need to submit to Him. Amen. After submitting to Him, you need to resist the devil. Amen. Don't let anybody just walk into your temple. Hello? Resist the devil. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. You see, this peace is so crucial. Peace is a spiritual weapon. Peace, the gospel of peace. The armor of God, the last piece is the shoe. Or, or the shoe, the gospel of peace. Feet are very important in warfare. It moves you. Amen. You know, uh, nowadays I have to buy good shoes because I used to buy bad shoes because once your feet hurts, uh, you, you cripple all the way. You, you know, if you walk, it's painful. You know, and, and uh, uh, I, I've realized this, right? When I have peace, I can make decisions that is more sound. That I become less reactive, but more responsive. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, I think every day when I get up, I have to remind myself, even the world looks so bad. I have to remind myself, hey, I'm a child of God. That's why we are told to pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It's our heavenly Father that loves us. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. I want peace to guide me. I want peace. I do not want to hear the voice of fear. I do not want to hear the voice of the world. The most important peace is that the peace that He gives to me. First of all, when I'm okay with God, then the next level is I need to be peace with myself. I need to understand that I'm going to make mistakes. I need to forgive me. I don't need to be so hard on me because God loves me. If God loves me, then I have to open my spirit and say, I got to accept how God created me. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will grant you the desires of your heart. God created you in such a way that you use all your energy instead of making the problem bigger. Become creative in worship with the Lord. Become creative to tell God in your own expression how much you love Him. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, why don't we stand? Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 to 34. We're going to read scripture together, okay? We're going to close in this. Amen. Look at your neighbor on your left and the right. Say, smile, eh? You all look very tired today. Abwe, Christmas, ani kwaniao. Oh, I know, I know. Work up, work up. Mm, okay. Amen. I, I, you know what? 
I want you to start saying to somebody on your left and your right, say, God loves you. And then you look at the other neighbor and say, don't you doubt it. And then again, I want you to preach to each other saying, don't worry, huh? Then you also go tell them, don't be anxious, huh? Everything is going to be okay. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Amen. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34. Amen. Let's read it over. Okay, let's read together on three, right? I want you all to say it as if you made it. Like, 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 listen, everybody, when I say count on three, I want you to think like it's oral conversation. I mean, examination. Okay? I want you to say like, you know, you're going to impress your teacher. <laughs> Amen. That you put some drama effects into it. Okay. Amen. I, I want you to say it like you mean it. Okay. That's how the power of the word of God is like. Amen. Let's, let's, let's read it together on three. Ready? One, two, three. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into the barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toll nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of this. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will He not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, everybody say, therefore, do not worry. Saying, for after all these things, the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficiency. Do not worry. Hallelujah. Shall we just thank God right now? Father, thank you. Come on, just leave your voice. Father, thank you that I'm not alone. Come on, can we just leave our voices? Pray. Let's respond to the word. Father, I thank you, Jesus, that I'm not alone. No matter what trials that may stand in my way, God, I'm not alone. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me the days of my life. God, again, God, you make me lie down. 
in green pastures. I refuse to worry. I refuse to be anxious. Come on, say that together with me. I refuse to be anxious. I refuse to worry. Amen. I refuse, God. I refuse, God. Negative emotions are necessary. So, Father, right now, God, I know that you love me. I know you will love me with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Come on, rest in that. It's going to be okay. Rest in that. God's got you covered. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's clap our hands and worship the Lord. Amen. I want you to turn to somebody and say, it is okay. Amen. You know what? Why don't we do something better than it is okay? I want you to start prophesying over them. I want you to lay your hands upon them. And I want you to speak right now because I'm tired of the devil prophesying over me through anxiety thoughts. Amen. But I have the word of God which is a sure prophecy. Amen. Lay your hands on somebody. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I break off, God. Lord, every depression, I break it off right now. Every lies, I break it off right now. Come on. I break, God, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, what depression is trying to do right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I break, God, every lie, God, that is unlike you right now. In the name of Jesus, God, Lord, that I may see you high and lifted up. Come on. Enjoy this moment with him. I release, God, the things of the Spirit right now. <laughs> Lord, I'm chosen by you. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon will prosper right now in the name of Jesus. I speak peace. I speak peace right now. I speak peace. The Prince of Peace. Lord, lose your peace over my brother's life. You are peace, God, right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I give you all honor. I give you all praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. So be free, my brother. Be free, my sister. Be free. Amen. Be free. Hallelujah, God. We cast down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. It's going to be okay. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's clap our hands one more time. Let's lift him up in the name of Jesus, God. I love you. I love you, God. I love you, Jesus. Come on, let's worship Him for a moment. I love you. I thank you, God, that you are with me. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. For those of you that do not know, uh, our confirmed speaker for this CD is Brother Raymond Woodward and also the show Strength. So I want you to be thankful about that. So again, you know, again, thank you. God is wanting to do a deep work in our lives. Amen. I, I really truly believe it. Amen. 
Come on, let's, let's, let's lift our voice one more time to the Lord. I worship you, Jesus. There is no one like you, Father. Lord, I worship you. I give you all honor. I give you all praise. The one true God that I serve. And your name is Jesus. God, I'm so glad, Lord, that you make yourself so real in my life. Mm, God, I stand amazed. <laughs> I stand amazed of your glory. I stand amazed, God, about what you're about to do in me and through me. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I so love you, Father. I just want to cherish this moment with you. Before I move on, God, I cherish you, Father. I cherish your voice. I cherish your presence. I cherish every moment. I'm so grateful, God, that I'm not alone. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Amen. God bless every one of you. Thank you.